What's up, nerds? We are Jay and Abel, and this is episode 32 of the Stay Nerdy Podcast. Yes, folks, we're two adults who love talking about the latest and greatest in TV, movies, comic books, and everything in between. Folks, we're adults. We're grown-ups. <laughs> if we want to rent a vehicle, we can because we're over the age limit of renting a vehicle. Yeah, and it just so happens that, yeah, and it just so happens that we love to talk about comic books, movies, and anything in the geeky world. So <laughs> deal with it, folks. Deal we with can it. stay up as late as we want. Exactly. And folks, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Hertz Rent-A-Car. Hertz Rent-A-Car. <laughs> <laughs> we it's are not. trying our best to get monetized. <laughs> I don't think this is how they do it, though. No, me neither. I need an adult to help me. Uh, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> what help me, man? please. Help. Oh, my God. Jeez, man. It's just been a... What a fluster of a week it's been. Oh, you too? <laughs> oh, my God. It was it was a clusterfuck of a week. It was just like... How do you even know what... I, I can't even remember what the weekend was. I just remember <laughs> telling you, me saying... Uh, email <laughs> Jay and Abel Pod... <laughs> And then, like, I blink, and it's it's today. And it's today. <laughs> yeah, it's been, I mean, is it a full moon this week? Because this is, like, a, this week is stupid. It is. <laughs> it's such a stupid week. It's just stupid. Oh, it has. It's been just absolutely crazy. Like I said, it's just been just a world when just work was crazy. I don't even know what happened during the weekend. And it's mm -hmm. just been just, just go, go, go. Just go, 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 go. You know, uh, I'm, I go to work. I'm done. You know, I, I play with my daughter, and now what we do is to like calm down. There's this YouTube odd tinkering. Is this guy from Europe, <laughs> and what he, it's a, it's a it's a point of view ASMR, but like he just fixes like old Game Boys and Nintendos, and mm -hmm. it's and sound of him like unscrewing the Nintendo and brushing stuff and cleaning stuff like calms us down. She just watches. Is it like like hypnotized? Wow! And like that's that's been my just either I'm either working, I'm, I'm watching Moana for the 80th time, or <laughs> I'm watching I'm watching this 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 YouTube channel. But yeah, it's with absolute madness. How about you? Um. Well, this is this was a pretty hectic trial week at work. Um. Especially for, I have one of those attorneys that he kind of reminds me of the Nutty Professor, like. <laughs> he's super smart, super intelligent, but still kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, he's like an idiot savant. It's like he knows what he's doing, but then like common sense just escapes him like on the regular. He was so unprepared for this trial. And then, of course, in true attorney fashion, he wants to blame everybody else for him not being prepared. Of course, um, typical attorneys. But wouldn't you know it? They're actually doing really well so far in this trial. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, I just, I don't want it to be over. I don't, I don't want to be an adult anymore this week. I, I want, yeah, I want neither. it to be done. <laughs> me like neither. I'm waking yeah, just... up every morning, like, can I call in today? What, what is you going to use today? <laughs> is today that I'm calling in? Is today, is today going to be the day? No, yeah, same thing here. It's been crazy, crazy. But the one night. Apparently, because I did like really well with work, I, I, mm -hmm. I won this prize in a raffle and like I, I won like this fucking Yeti cooler. It's nice. like the it's like a $300 cooler. I'm like, 
what the fuck am I gonna do with this? Mm-hmm. I you you I mean, how big is it? Use it as Dogs. a beer cooler. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like it's like insane though. But yeah, but like it's just like huge, just insane, crazy. I'm like, man, I know I'm, I, I'm getting free Yeti coolers and all, but I don't want adult anymore. <laughs> See, the good thing about being an adult is that you can fill it with whatever you want. Exactly. Yep. So I'm gonna fill it with beer, um, sour patch kids, <laughs> and you who. <laughs> and and you who lots of you who oh my god you know what I think after this podcast I'm gonna go to 7-Eleven and get me a you who <laughs> I haven't had one of those in forever I used oh, to like so live off of those and it's not even like like if you read the ingredients there is nothing natural it's not even chocolate I don't even know what it is it's, it's not just... <laughs> chocolate it's not actual milk it's nothing it's not... but I'm like wow it's like, so I good I feel like you could leave it on your counter for a decade and it'll still be okay it's the mcdonald's french fry that's that you find like in your car after like a year or two <laughs> but of beverages yeah no kidding Ugh, i turned my stomach a little bit <laughs> but i love it man give me a yoohoo and give me a give me a, a twinkie and i'm 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 a happy oh camper <laughs> the food of the apocalypse twinkies and exactly i'm i'm set i'm yeah. set yeah so what have you been watching oh man i've been watching a little bit of everything um there is a show on fx that i've been watching on hulu called dave it's um it's like a a comedy based on this rapper called little dicky never heard of the guy (laughs) never heard of the guy but but it said if if you liked atlanta you'll like this and i loved atlanta oh Atlanta, great genius like i want to scream the top of my lungs at how amazing Atlanta was, right? Brilliant. So it's absolutely, so, brilliant. I love Atlanta. Yeah, it's brilliant on all levels. So it's not as good, but it's just as good. So it's based. It's, it's not loosely, as good, but it's just as good. <laughs> yeah, it's not as good. It's just as good. But I guess it's based on 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 like the rappers playing a fictionalized version of himself. It's it's a it's like a comedy, mm-hmm. and it's fairly funny. The writing is good. Um, you know the the comedic situations. You know. That he gets himself in are pretty funny, but let me see. I've been watching that. Um, Lewis and Clark or Superman and Lewis on the CW. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That's that's been really, really awesome. And then just a lot of like in between calls at work, just like old movies. Like I watched fucking Die Hard 2 the other day. Wow. And I was like, man, this movie is actually like after you watch a movie for like the 80th time, <laughs> you realize. Holy shit, there's a lot of people in this movie. Like, I didn't know the T-1000 from Terminator 2 was <laughs> <in my> heart. <laughs> you know, I didn't know that. And then I watched uh, I watched uh, Last Action Hero with Otto Schwarzenegger. What the? Wow. You really went back yeah. into the vault. I did. I did. I was like, this is like another good movie with like a shit ton of actors. And... Mm-hmm. And then I even went down the 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 dark path, the the dark corner of Disney Plus, and I watched uh, Tim Story's Fantastic Four One and oh, Fantastic no. Four Two: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh. <laughs> wow. And then and, and then for some reason I started watching City of Angels with Nicolas Cage, and I saw I forgot Dennis Franz was in it from NYPD Blue, uh-huh. and I fell down this Dennis Franz rabbit hole on on Google. Just trying to figure out what he's been up to. <laughs> and that took did like 45 you, minutes. Like, did you feel like being depressed? Like, what, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just, I City just needed angels is so sad. I just needed something in the background to watch while I'm taking calls, and and like it was on, it, it came up on, I think it was an HBO Max. It was like suggestions. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll watch something with Nicolas Cage. I'm like, oh shit, Dennis Franz is in this. He was, what has he been up to? Is he alive? So then after work at night, I'm in bed and I'm Googling Dennis Franz. What is he doing now? Oh, he's alive. Oh, he's retired. What else has he done? Oh, he was in Die Hard 2. I should watch it tomorrow. And it was just like a whole Dennis Franz, like black hole vortex that consumed me. Jeez. Yeah, I hate Nicolas Cage, first of all. Um, <laughs> I think there's maybe like two movies where he's like tolerable. And yeah. It's not even yeah, just here. him, it's just like the movie itself, and he just happens to be in it. But yeah, yeah I remember City of Angels just had me like boo hooing into a tub of Hagen dazs I was like, why? why? Yeah, the first yeah. time I watched it, I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> Like, so you mean to tell me, <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker jumped off a building, stopped being an angel, was mm-hmm. dancing around on the streets, and then he goes to hook up with Meg Ryan, and then she dies? Mm-hmm. Spoiler warning, guys. Meg Ryan fucking dies while riding a bicycle. And you can tell how old this movie is because Meg Ryan is in it. I know. <laughs> Pre-plastic <laughs> surgery. <laughs> Cleopatric surgery. It had an amazing song by the Google Dolls named Iris. Yeah. I think the even best though, part about that movie was the soundtrack. Even though the name is never mentioned in the song, but... Uh, wasn't Alanis Morissette on that soundtrack? I can't remember. I wanted to say yes, but... Of course. You know what? Let's just say it was It was like that weird time where it wasn't really... It was a 90s, 90s movie. It was, yeah, it was like the end of the 90s. Uh-huh. It, but like I remember watching that and saying, "Shit, this movie is it's sad." But man, then my boy Dennis Franz is in it. I just uh, by the end of that movie, I wanted to like stick a ballpoint pen in my eye. Like, why? So stupid. No, no, don't watch it. Don't watch it unless you're highly depressed. <laughs> yeah, not not one of Nicolas Cage's best. I I did enjoy. I've only seen it once when it came out. National Treasure. No. Oh. And like I, that was how many years ago? So, I, and I was a different person back then, you know. So, <laughs> it was a dark time. It was a dark. It's a dark time. time. There's a movie called Snake Eyes with that's he's that he's in it. It's got Gary Sinise, and that's a really neat. The only reason why I like that movie is because of the uh, cinematography. Like, there's a really cool scene where they follow him all through the casino mm-hmm. without stopping. I thought that was really cool, but yeah, but for the most part. A uh, Nicolas Cage. I, was, I think I could say Saving Arizona is is a good one. But that's that's like before he was the Nicolas Cage we know now. Uh, I liked Face Off actually. I oh liked my him in god, Face Off, dude, and Face I off. liked him as Spider Man Noir. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> and yeah. that's it. I'm done. I'm done with Nicolas Cage. Like, I think we were in the group chat the other day talking about how he came out with another movie called Pig. He has so many movies. I saw that trailer. I was like, nope, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, he's done so many movies because he's just so much in debt from what I read. He has so much debt that he's just, he just does movie after movie, I guess, just to try and, and stay afloat. It's, it's insane. I it's just, insane. I, uh, I don't know, man. The guy creeps me off. out. 
<laughs> Face Off. Oh my God. Let me tell you. 1995, mm-hmm. Abel in Puerto Rico. Me and my best friend Carlos went out. Shout out to Carlos if you're listening. Or in Spanish, shout out a Carlos if you're listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we saw that in the theaters twice. And I remember, le- yeah, I remember leaving that theater thinking to myself, this is the the apex of cinema. Like, this is, it can't get any better than this. Nice. And like, I remember telling my mom about it, like, and my stepdad, it's like, no, guys, this has action, story, drama. <laughs> like, like, I felt for John Travolta when he lost his son. And uh-huh. then I fell for Nicolas Cage. And then I bought a bootleg for like 10 bucks on VHS. Oh, no. And, oh, good times. <laughs> Good he took his face off. off. <laughs> <laughs> he took his face off. Oh my god. Oh. I am Castor Troy. <laughs> Bro you know, I want to watch that again. Damn it. We should. Uh. <laughs> but other than that, what have you been watching since um since um we we no longer have anything else until next week? Um, you know, that this is the thing about Marvel. It gets us so addicted to their shows that once it's over, I kind of feel like I'm in a haze and <laughs> I end up going down these really random rabbit holes. Uh, exactly. Such as Cat People on Netflix. <laughs> you watch this show. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a reality show on Netflix about people who love cats. And I never ever want to hear anybody ever call me a crazy cat lady after watching the show. Because oh my, oh my god. Oh my god. Holy shit. I am the most normal of the normals after I need to watch, watch the show. And I mean like I kind of half get it. Like these people that most of these people never started off as cat people and now they're just like obsessed with their cats. But there's a lady that has like 19 cats. Say what? Yep. And uh, she has a cat band slash cat circus that she takes on the road. Okay. Uh I dig it. Um, (laughs) There's another dude who um, was never, he never liked cats until he met this chick. They got together. He moved in with her. She has cats. And now they have like five or six of them. And they literally make the cats clothes and then wear matching clothes to match their cats. Oh, my God. Yeah. Never again. Refer to me as a crazy cat lady. Ever. Thank you, Netflix, for giving us um, such gifts. It's crazy. Think at Amazing. one time, <laughs> at one time, like Netflix was all right. Let me log into my computer, and I gotta, I, I gotta switch my queue up. Mm-hmm. You know, I have True Blood season two, this two. You know, at the bottom of my queue. Let me, that's let right. Me, they used to do DVDs. Right. Let me scroll up my queue. That way, I that's the first one I get in the mail. Mm-hmm. And then now, there's you know, cat people. Um, you know, uh, it's crazy how deep they've gone into the reality style TV. Yeah, they have um, a bunch. Um, yeah, there's one called Love is Blind that, that my wife was addic- addicted to. Really? Oh, yeah. And like, and I low key had to watch it because she was watching it. And like, I was like, <laughs> well, I don't, I feel bad like going to the living room. So I'll just sit here and watch it and read my comic books. But yeah. I was like, what is this? And then that show, and there's like another reality show. Oh, my God. They have a whole bunch of reality shows on here. I'm like, what the hell is happening right now? Oh, speaking um, about Netflix, there's a neat show called I Think You Should Leave Now. It's on the second <laughs> season. Holy okay. Shit. 
genius comedy. The guy that stars in it, he used to be a writer for SNL. And about most of the sketches on the show were like rejected stuff that like SNL would say, there's no way we can air this on, on TV. Yikes. And it's, 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 cr- it's the cringe factor and how funny it is. Is it's amazing, but but yes, but but now I need to watch this cat show. Um, yeah, yeah, it was kind of um, it was kind of reassuring. I was like, okay, I'm not so bad. Oh, I'm really not. Oh, I'm not bad at all. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, absolutely not. These people have lost their shit. I mean, it, it's not. They're not all crazy. Um, like there's another couple that rest that they do rescues, which I always have a soft spot for. Um, yeah. There's this Japanese lady that does this really amazing cat 3D art. Um, and she'll only do it for <laughs> for people who request it from her. Like if they send them a picture of their cat. And she will like literally go meet the cat to get the dimensions of the cat's face. I mean, the art's beautiful. It looks like a real life cat. I'm like, wow. But yeah, um, once I was done with that rabbit hole, I hopped on over to Hulu and I caught up on American Horror Stories. Oh, yes. I've been wanting to watch it. I know they did like before the actual show aired, they did like a little mini episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say I think they're maybe like a half hour long. Um, I'm all I think so far there's only four or five episodes. Um, I do love that the first episode or two, they took it back to Murder House, which was my oh. favorite season. It is, yeah, mine too. Murder House is perfection when it comes to horror writing for TV. Oh, yeah. And it, I mean, it didn't disappoint. It was just as creepy, and I slept with lights on. Um, So far, my favorite, though, has been episode four, which has Danny Trejo as this psychotic Santa Claus killer. (laughs) Because what other. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to cast someone to play Psychotic Santa Claus, uh, it has course. to be Danny Trejo. <laughs> of course. But, I mean, the premise of, like, that episode was so fucking perfect because, um, uh, spoilers, guys, whatever. I don't think we really care about spoilers on the show. Guys, anymore, this is so. a spoiler-filled, it, it drips spoilers. It drips on yes. the floor. Get a mop because there's spoiler juice everywhere <laughs> don't slit don't slit yeah. um <laughs> so the premise of like this episode and also like each episode it's its own story yeah so it doesn't have like a whole season of like one theme each episode is its own thing um episode four is about um it's called the bro house okay uh, so we were just talking about reality tv it's basically um these four incredibly disgusting douchebag guys that have become YouTube famous for like pranking people and just being total complete douchey assholes. Douche nuggets. Um, <laughs> douche nuggets. Yeah, yeah. Uh they put them all in this house and they give them like, you know, money and cars and booze and, you know, whatever. And they follow them around with cameras. Um they end up uh filming this guy jumping off a bridge and killing himself thinking that they were being edgy um (laughs) they post it to their channel and of course they start losing tons and tons and tons of followers um the more followers they lose they start to lose funding they start to lose money um 
So they're just trying like all kinds of stupid shit to try to get their numbers back up on YouTube. Um, it's during Christmas time. They end up going to a mall. And for some reason, they thought it'd be funny to harass um, this girl that's dressed up like an elf at like the Santa picture place. Um, and right away, Santa does not look normal. <laughs> Santa doesn't look friendly. He doesn't look clean. He doesn't look like he's all there. Um, and they decide to give Santa a lap dance. Oh, my God. Uh, which didn't go over well. Uh, long story short, Santa goes to the bro house and offs each bro uh, individually in the most disgusting of ways. And I was here for it. I'm so how many times have we seen those types of douchebags and wanted to completely rip their guts out just to rid the world of their disgustingness? Oh my God. And so uh, evil Santa does that for us. And then the crowning jewel was that he decorated their Christmas tree with their body parts. <laughs> it wouldn't be a Christmas tree without body parts. Amazing. Guts, tinsel. It was great. <laughs> I need to watch this. Yeah, because I know the the new season started this week called Double Feature, and like I don't, I haven't seen much about it, and um, I usually try not to watch too many because I like to be really surprised. So, mm -hmm. um, I just haven't been able to catch up. So I th I'm off tomorrow, so I I'll catch up tonight on that. It sounds really good. Shit, start with episode four, might <laughs> as well, <laughs> <laughs> and just go out of order. Yeah, when I mean, it doesn't really make a difference if you go out of order. Um, that's a good thing. So you can start on whatever episode you want. Um, wow. what else? Like I just kind of, yeah, from cats, I went to, uh, murdering people and then, um, I came back around and I actually watched, uh, Gunpowder Milkshake again. Oh my God. How about you? Did you get to see it? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Let me, let me get my notes. What a <laughs> fun ride this movie was and for some reason in my mind i keep wanting to say peanut butter milkshake and it's gunpowder milkshake, milkshake. <laughs> yeah but yes yes so i know you had talked about it the previous podcast and yeah. I, I made a mental note to watch it this week that way we could talk about it and man i well both me and my wife watched it and we both enjoyed it and yeah she was like it was a bit too gory for me i'm like really what you think this was gory? <laughs> Don't let her watch American Horror Story. <laughs> exactly, but yeah, I thought Gunpowder Milkshake was you know a really fun movie. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I I did some did some research, find out the director is a guy named like a Navad Papushado, I think it is. Um, him and his brother, um, he he directed it, but him him and his brother wrote it. Mm -hmm. And it's like pretty much like their first big, uh, they've done stuff, but it was like their first big movie. And yeah. where do I begin? Where do I begin? It Let's start with so the cast. Good. Yeah, that cast is amazing. I love each and every one of those women so much, but even more so now after watching this movie. Yeah, I, um, it, the cast is solid. Um, one of the things I wrote in my notes was the, the, the visually, the colors were stunning. Beautiful. Like, it was beautifully shot. Yeah, I mean those colors, the way they popped were were solid, but um, the the cast again looks like Netflix likes to, you know, use within their own pool because we had uh, Lena Haiti who did the Netflix Masters of the Universe. Yeah, 
And then the girl that played Yun Sam, Freya Allen, she's in um, The Witcher. Mm-hmm. So it it seems like they they like to use like a lot of their own little like their own people from you know their own show. But uh, like I it said, worked. the movie the movie was amazing. The casting was solid. You have you know uh, Karen Gillian, whose whose ax, American accent was phenomenal <laughs> she's so great yeah. like she was totally deadpan throughout this movie yes like yes. completely unfazed through everything and i loved it yes yes and and you know if you've if you heard her talk her normal voice it's like this thick scottish accent she's very and, very scottish <laughs> yeah and to pull like an accent like an american accent like that like flawlessly was really well done and mm-hmm. you know um, i remember her from my first experience was doctor who she was the the companion, you know, during the Matt Smith era Mm -hmm. and, you know, and then she really hasn't really done too much except after that, you know, um, Nebula on, in the Marvel universe, the MCU. Yeah. And it's super nice to see her do something like this, like something totally outside of the the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. And she nailed it. Then you got Lena Headey, Mm -hmm. um, who's in it, Michelle Yeoh. Uh, She was great. Wasn't she? Oh, I mean, yeah. She didn't have a really huge part, but she was such a standout. She she stood out like like a sore thumb in the most positive way. <laughs> um, Carla Gugino, you know, mm-hmm. she was in it. And um, for those of you that don't know, I am like a massive Saved by the Bell fan, like massive. <laughs> right. And before Saved by the Bell, Saved by the Bell was originally called Good Morning, Miss Bliss. And this was before Slater was in there, before Jesse was in there. Anyway, the very first pilot episode um, of Good Morning, Miss Bliss, which became later Saved by the Bell, had a young Carla Gugino playing Zach Morris's love interest. <laughs> and that's my Saved by the Bell fact for, for today. <laughs> and then Angela Bassett. Holy moly. Listen, does she not age? Listen, Angela Bassett is a badass to... Till I mean, she'll be a badass beyond the grave. Okay, this woman, holy shit! I she's amazing. Hachi Mama, listen, I love my wife very much. (laughs) My wife is beautiful. I think my wife is gorgeous. But man, Angela Bassett, holy, she's amazing. Holy, yeah, and and she, um, all of them were powerhouse. Now on my notes, I wrote, I I typed in that their colors kind of reminded me of the Powerpuff Girls. (laughs) <laughs> right they were very bright yeah very yeah, very bright blues, very bright orange very bright greens very bright blues yes yeah so when i looked into it it wasn't powerpuff girls the costume designer based it on the three fairy godmothers of um sleeping i think beauty? it was yeah sleeping beauty oh, so that I thought makes that, sense. yeah so i thought that was super cool i i, I really enjoyed that i was like oh that's that's, that's super neat and then I didn't even know Paul Giamatti's in it. Yeah, I'm Paul Giamatti. <laughs> oh my god, the the Paul Giamatti. I I love that guy. Yeah, but it was so good. Um, the the set design was amazing. The prop design, that I Heart Kittens bag. Mm-hmm. I need that bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything about that. this. I mean, I also I never noticed how tall this woman is. I like she. You can see how statuesque and just. I had to look up her height because I was like, has she always been this tall? Did they put her in lit? Like, what? No, this girl is 5'10". Yeah. And they had her in, like, high-heeled boots. 
So she was well over six foot. I was like, wow. Okay. Okay. Impressive. And she's doing cool karate stuff. <laughs> and that, that jacket she had, that's another thing I put on here. It was great. I need that jacket. fucking jacket. I need that fucking jacket. Yeah. <laughs> she I need that so fucking good. jacket. I just, um, I don't remember her being in any movie or any show where she's like the main character where it all centers around her. No, not really. After Doctor Who, when she loved Doctor Who, she was on an, a show on ABC or NBC called Selfie. Mm-hmm. Where she was like, a, like a, I think I've only seen one episode. She was either a has-been model or she was like an up-and-coming model. And I just remember the episode because she did a cover of Sia's Chandelier that <laughs> left me in tears. <laughs> Why does that sound? Oh, it, I think it only lasted, what, like six episodes? Yeah, it was a, it was like a super short run. And other than that, I know she was in a movie called Oculus. It was like a, supposed to be like a horror film. It wasn't really all that great. But yeah, I mean, oh my God, this was so good. Um, it's so good. Lena Headey will forever. Listen, I, she's been in a ton of stuff. To me, her two standout roles was King Leonidas's queen. Oh my goodness. In 300, where she was a badass there. And of course, Queen Cersei. And as much as everybody hated her, I fucking loved her. Yeah, I too. loved what a fucking bitch she was and she did it well she was someone you love to hate (laughs) yes and she was super good in this movie i just i I love her i love her i love melissa Yao. i just i yeah um you know for me like i said like so so these guys i i think they are let me see these brothers are i know they're not american um i they're from israel like they were born in and raised in Israel. So you could tell, like, there was a lot of, um, it was like an I love you letter mm-hmm. to maybe some of their movies that they grew up loving. So you could see, like, a lot of Tarantino influence yes. there. It was you know? very Tarantino-esque. Very yeah, you know, you know, I saw a lot of Boondock Saints in there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, but especially the scene, and it gave me goosebumps, the bowling alley scene reminded me of the scene when the bride fought the the five four three two ones in Kill Bill um, Volume yes. One, yes. like that that background, like just the color of the background mm-hmm. on the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Whoever set that up, you deserve a medal. Absolutely, the way they had her centered in the shot and the way they had the lighting, it was very much like that. You're, you're absolutely right. And I was thinking the first time I watched it. Like, this reminds me of something. I can't yeah. think of what it is. This reminds me of something. And now you said Kill Bill, and it just clicked right there. Yeah, yeah. It, it has a lot of, like, American, like, they were they were really influenced on, like, like I said, it's probably, like, a love letter to all the movies they grew up watching. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, felt, I saw a lot of Kill Bill. I saw a lot of um, Boondock Saints, you know. And then, of course, you know, um, you know, you know, all those classic um, fight movies and, but the the fighting the uh, fighting whatever it's called uh, that they did for mm-hmm. for everyone like everyone had their moment to shine yes everyone had the moment to shine um, when it was Karen Gillian in the bowling alley when she fought those three guys mm-hmm. that was so cool yeah and um, and then everyone else yeah Angela Bassett with the hammers oh my god oh my god 
Melissa Yao with those chains. Oh my god! I can't even begin to guess how you fight with chains and not knock yourself out. But a homegirl did her thing. She was amazing. And then Carla Gugino and the freaking big ass. Oh, that Gatling gun? (laughs) Gatling gun on top of the van. And the whole time, for those of you who haven't seen it, like, she's this super sweet, super affectionate, very nice, seemingly mild-mannered librarian type person. Little do you know... She will kill you with a smile on her face. (laughs) She's fighting with that axe. Uh Uh-huh. And she's just like, when she says, put on these headphones, it's going to get loud. Uh. And she's just like, she, the way she just pops out. Mm -hmm. There was a scene um, close to the end when they were at uh, the diner that gave me, um, oh God, I just had a brain fart. What the hell is the name of that movie? Uh, All right. Help me out. It was a black and white movie. It was kind of comic bookish. Oh, uh, yeah. Very Sin City-ish. Yes, that. Yeah. That. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, like, yeah, there, yeah. Where it was kind of, it went scene by scene, kind of slow-mo, but you saw yeah. in a very slow down version exactly what these women were doing that was to these so men cool. and completely destroyed every yeah. one of them. I about die laughing when you see Angela Bassett grab the guy by the neck and slam him <laughs> on the milkshake glass yes. in slow-mo. Uh-huh. And then and then on Michelle Yeoh is just like, pow, 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 pow. <laughs> it was so good, guys. You guys have to see this. And I am so glad that this was centered around a bunch of women and there wasn't uh, a moment of weakness at all. No, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, there's just visually, like the Video Beast video store, mm-hmm. I want to see more of that. Like <laughs> the the thought behind creating that video store was so cool. Um, the three guys that stole the um that kidnapped the girl, mm-hmm. I smiled from ear to ear when they when I saw their classic monsters mass on. You know, yeah. it was like the Wolfman, Dracula, and um the mummy. Like I thought yeah. that was just like Damn, that is so cool. Like, I want those masks. <laughs> and, that of course, so uh, the floppy arm scene and the doctor's oh office. Oh, my God. That was perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Holy shit. This doctor numbed up both of her arms. A homegirl had herself duct taped to a chair. <laughs> with a gun and didn't she have a knife in the other hand i think yeah yep uh she, she had the scalpel knife and then the gun i mean listen you gotta do what you gotta do to handle business and i think she was just having too much fun spinning around in that chair uh that was <laughs> it was fucking brilliant and hilarious at the same time yeah i really hope they make make a second one like it ends in a, it, it ends with the possibility of a second one mm-hmm. like i said i don't know exactly how you know, Netflix rates how many people have watched it. Mm-hmm. I know I've watched it once. You've watched it twice. So that's three viewers right there. <laughs> you know, so, so hopefully there's more than that where they can say, you know what, we're going to invest money and make a second one. Because it was it, it, it was really good. It was it very was well great. Done. And I haven't heard a whole lot of people talking about this movie. No, me and neither. I'm, I'm, it kind of upsets me because if this were a movie with uh, Jason Statham and The Rock, 
and Sylvester Stallone and yeah. whoever else, oh, people would be losing their shit. But because it's centered, yeah. <laughs> but because it's centered around a bunch of women, like that kind of that kind of like sets me off. I'm like, guys, I promise you, no, I don't want to watch it. Okay, sure. But I y'all about- go watch Fast and the Furious 219. Ugh. Really, really. I- I about that laughing when um when they're going through the through the um washer right and mm-hmm. they open the door and Karen Gillan's like what does this go to and Lena Headey say she's like it, it, fucking Narnia just get in. <laughs> That's what also, I'm saying. Like there's so like there is not it's it's a female centric movie but there's nothing girly about this. No 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 it wasn't. It wasn't at all. Like I said, it was just, it was very well made. And then the the main villain, the father whose son was killed, mm-hmm. his voice was like, man, this guy has a very unique voice. Like, it's not normal. Like, it, it and like, everything he would talk, I'll be like, man, there's just something about this voice that like, like, I don't know, it just sounds mega creepy. So I looked him up. So this is the guy that's playing the Green Knight in the movie, The Green Knight. Really? Yeah. Well, wow. Yeah. <laughs> his voice kept creeping me out. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy's deal with his voice? Like, mm-hmm. stop talking. You're scaring me. <laughs> so I, wow. I looked him up. Yeah, I looked him up, and and he was in. Um, he's gonna be the Green Knight in the Green Knight movie, and then a a little um um connection to Karen Gillian. He was in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. He was like one of the Ravagers. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I thought, oh, that's guess. pretty cool. Yep, it, it, he was also like in one of the Harry Potter movies. He's been like in a bunch of stuff. Hmm. See, but his he, voice, man. Yeah, he has that face. I'm like, I think I've seen him somewhere, but I just can't place it. Um, the yeah. voice thing, just I just thought he just sounded creepy. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah it's a very it's a very creepy voice. I, I, I was, I was, I was like, this is scaring me. Please, please stop talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is such a good movie. This yeah. is definitely going to end up on my list. Like I'm already, I've already seen it twice. I'll probably watch it another two times in the next few weeks. It's just that good guys, please, please go watch this movie. I oh, really believe song, that people will the not song choices. Disappa- disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. When they play Janis Joplin in the yes. library, when everyone goes ape shit, yes, perfect, genius, genius. Also, I want to work in that library. Oh, me too. <laughs> that magical forest. Yeah, like that whole room <laughs> that they have set up for kids. I'm like, <gasps> with I hidden weapons. Oh, there. Yeah, yeah. I want to go just read a nice each, book. Yeah, I want to. I love that each one has like their choice of a very specific weapon, and they've mastered it. To a T. They're just, uh, this, like, the idea for this movie was so good. The casting was 100% on point. The script was great. The way it was filmed, the way it was shot, their use of color, everything was so good about this movie. Yeah, it's tough to find or watch a movie that's 100% original, right? And there's very few original movies. And not that I'm, I'm not saying anything about, like, I'm I'm gonna I love the MC universe, but those are based on something, right? And right. Very, there's very few movies that are just like an original concept 
and like this one, they say, shit, this movie was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a while since I've gotten excited about something that's not MCU related. And I think I said this yeah. last time when we were talking about the Green Knight and Dune and Ghostbusters, like, you know, it's it's good to be excited about something that's not MCU related. But I, this was one of those things. I was excited from the first shot until ending credits. This was such a good Absolutely. Movie. Yeah. Guys, go watch this. Like, please. Now. Like, please. As soon as you're done watching this, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so yet. And then go watch <laughs> it. Actually, yeah. watch it while listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it could it could be like a like a podcast commentary. There you go. There you go. Um, and let us know what you think. <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious do. to know what everybody's opinions of this is. I'm just I'm so impressed with it, and I I will always be happy about seeing Angela Bassett because she is a motherfucking queen. She is one hundred percent. I'm so glad you liked it. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Great, great recommendation. <laughs> it was it was awesome. Two yeah. thumbs up. So good. Good job, Netflix. Good job. You edit yourselves. <laughs> so now that we've talked about a movie that we've both watched, um, I know it's not anywhere near Halloween, right? But <laughs> but for people like us, you know, we just love just talking about movies, right? A- a- any genre. It could be July. We could say, what's your favorite Christmas movie, right? Absolutely. So, right? But we had talked about, let's share, like, what are our favorite we talked about zombies already, right? And, and and how much we love zombie movies and what were our favorite ones. But another piece to that puzzle of, of our love of horror is, of course, vampires, right? And there's Absolutely. a shit ton of vampire movies, right? There's so many. But what what is our like top five vampire flicks that you say, you know what? This is a movie that I love to watch and I and, and I can watch it over and over again mm-hmm. or it's it just hits home or it's solid. So here we go. Cue the theme music to <laughs> <laughs> No, but <laughs> we need an organ playing. I don't need an organ playing. But yeah, so for you, like, so what are let's just say what are like your top five favorite vampire flicks? Oh, okay. So I know that at least two of these are kind of the cornerstone basics of most of our childhood favorites, or definitely if you grew up in the 80s, right? Yeah. The Lost Boys. Of course. (laughs) Obviously, it's illegal to not It's illegal. It's it's fucking, it's fucking legend. There's... There's vampire movies and then there's vampire masterpieces. Yes. And um Joe Schumacher fucking created a masterpiece. He did. I mean, come on, guys. It has both Corey's. Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, a very young Kiefer Sutherland. I mean, come on, guys. Come on. Great this movie. soundtrack. Yes. Yes. Um, um, a young Jason Patrick, a, a young Jason Patrick. Yep. Um, Jamie Gertz is in it. Yep. It's so per- good. Uh, a young Alex Winter <laughs> from from uh, uh, Bill and Ted fame. Yes. Yeah. No. No. I I I, I agree with you at one thousand percent. It's yeah. it's um it's a masterpiece. It's just it's one of those that you can watch over and over and over again. It's scary. It's funny. Yeah. I just you know. I- even if it's on TV, I still stop and watch it. To this, I don't care. I've seen it 
so many times I've lost count. I yeah. can literally, I mean, I know every line of this movie. <laughs> but, yeah. And I don't even mind that they never showed the vamps flying. I That's, you know, that's fine. We'll put that off to the yeah. side. It's fine. But this is <laughs> Did like, you know... Did you know that was the first movie that that had a vampire fly? Really? Like, like it was the first time it was done like in a movie, and like you know, Joe Schumacher said that he wanted to do something different with these vampires, and like he said, like it was too expensive to sh- to show them flying, mm-hmm. but he said it was easier to do the opt the illusion where it looks like they're flying. It's like, oh, very cool. Yeah, I mean, I just I, I never get tired of it, and of course. I've always wanted a husky just so I can name him Nanook. (laughs) (laughs) And the coolest grandpa ever. Yeah. I I love everything about this movie. I love it. Yeah, he was badass. Oh, he was so good. I I, I love the part where Corey Fum was like, ah, the attack of any monster. When uh, (laughs) when the little kid with the Sergeant Pepper jacket is is attacking them. And then I also love, every time I eat like ramen or lo mein, automatically in my head, I'm like, it's worms. You're eating worms, my, it's, it's worms, Michael. You're eating worms. <laughs> well, I just there's I love this movie. It's absolutely it's amazing. It's it's an eighties masterpiece forever and ever. And, and um, how badass did Kiefer Sutton look in that movie? Like so he looked good. so badass. He got the always, earring. Yeah, always the... keep Kiefer Sutherland as a vamp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he had that cool hairdo. He had like that five o'clock shadow. Mm-hmm. Oh so my god, good. it was so good. Yeah, oh, I I agree. Yeah, I agree. Super good. Um. Also, one that's probably on most people's list: Bram Stoker's Dracula. Because yes. let's be real, anything with Gary Oldman is amazing. Because this man yeah. does no wrong. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I, mean, I, I watched was, that not so long ago. And it was. Yeah. It, it still holds up. Yeah, it's equally creepy, scary beautiful and just it just draws you in like you're kind of grossed out but you're kind of intrigued and you want to look away but you don't the whole wolf thing that was always such a like (laughs) incredibly creepy thing to me and I was like it always felt like wrong to watch it like that scene would always come on and I'd look away like oh this makes me really uncomfortable I don't know about this um, the first time I watched that movie was my friend Anton brought it home when when it came out on VHS, and I must have been probably twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm. And my mom wanted to watch it because she liked um, she liked Keanu Reeves and Gary Oldman and mm-hmm. uh, Ryder. Mm-hmm. So like we're all watching it, and when the the, the werewolf Dracula starts boning Mina's friends, Lord. it was like so <laughs> awkward. Like oh my god, do I look at my mom? Do I look it's at my friend Anton? Always- awkward watching those types of movies with parents in the room yeah like oh no yeah but it's it's really good it's and believe it or not there's no like it's all it's like 99.9 percent practical effects that movie Mm -hmm. i think that's Um, probably why i loved it so much yes when he goes from young to old and old to i just that part always draws me in and it was so beautifully done I just, uh, I'm, and it's Gary Oldman. I love that well, man. Yeah, when he's crying because Mina said she has to leave to go back to Jonathan and he's crying purple tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then 
And then there's the one part where he tells Keanu Reeves, you know, it's like, listen to them, the children of the night. What sweet <laughs> music they play. It's like, holy moly, this is so creepy. I feel like, I mean, Gary Oldman literally played like three different roles in this movie. And I, I sometimes I would forget that it's the same person. Yeah. He's just, he just did such a great job. And then a, a young, sweet, cute little Winona Ryder. But yep. I just, I, I just love that movie. I love that movie so much. Um, number three is, I kind of feel like they go together. <laughs> so I'm not cheating, guys. I'm not. Interview with a Vampire slash Queen of the Damned. Yeah. Now, I have been a huge, huge Anne Rice fan for years. I have the entire um, collection of Interview with the They're Vampire. They're good books. They're yeah, amazing. I've read, I've, I've read Interview with the Vampire. I've read the Tale of the Body Thief. Mm-hmm. That was a great one. And, I would love yep, to see that it, made into a movie. Yeah, and then I've read Queen of the Damned, and it's super good. Yeah. Um, now, I, I know that if, if you're a book fanatic, I know that Queen of the Damned was more the vampire Lestat than it was Queen of the Damned, like, they kind of combined both books, um, which I do kind of wish that they were separated, and I know that Lestat was so different in Interview with a Vampire, and, like, when you compare it to the way that Stuart Townsend played him in Queen of the Damned, but I love each one separately, and I hate Tom Cruise. I will go on record and say, <laughs> I cannot stand that man. I can't stand, I hate him, but I absolutely loved him as Lestat. Yeah. Loved him as Lestat. I love Louis. Louis. Brad Pitt as Louis. Yes. <laughs> These two movies were so great, but then, like, they're so different. They're yeah. so different, but to me, they were great. And the late Aaliyah <laughs> playing the queen, I just, she was beautiful. She was absolutely yeah. gorgeous in this movie. And I love the way Stuart Townsend played this rock and roll Lestat. And I love how Tom Cruise played the old classic Lestat. I love both of these movies, and I've seen them half a dozen times. I mean, just, uh, I can't not watch them. And it's got Christian Slater. <laughs> yeah. Christian Slater. Um, and I love that um, Chester Bennington did one of the songs for the soundtrack of Queen of the Damned. And the guy from Korn did um, Lestat's voice when he was singing That's in the band. Right. Uh-huh. That's right. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yep. That was, geez, you just unlocked uh, a hidden trivia thing that I've, I've never. <laughs> I haven't thought about him for ages. Yeah, I remember reading it. I was like, oh, no wonder I fell in love with his voice in this movie. I was like, is yeah. that? I didn't know Stuart Townsend could sing like that. Well, it's because he can't. <laughs> no, he can't. Um, it was so I love love both of those. Um, and then also Antonio Banderas as um, Armand. He was great as Armand. And I don't like Antonio Banderas either. But I think he was a pretty good Armand. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, 30 Days of Night is my number four. All right, let me let me delete that off my list here. <laughs> I kind of figured that a lot of these would be on both of our lists. But, um, just the whole premise for Thirty Days of Night. Just Isn't that it genius? Thought, the thought of that alone is so perfect because it would make so much sense. And how would we ever know if vampires ever existed if they did it this way? It makes perfect sense. It is a perfect plan. Can you yeah. imagine? If you were a vampire, where are you going to go? Where it's night all the time. Alaska. Month. Yeah, hello. Alaska, um, baby. 
the premise for this movie was brilliant, but it also freaked me the fuck out. I saw that at the theaters. I saw that at um at the theaters at Disney Springs when it first came out, and I was yeah. so disturbed. Right? It's really, it kind of makes you uncomfortable because you start thinking, like, you put yourself in that situation, like, oh, my God, what if vampires did exist? What if I lived yeah. in Alaska where it was nighttime for an entire month and everybody else leaves? What, holy shit, this would be perfect. What better way I- to feed and just how gory it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yeah. God. And then um, what's his and name? I, uh, Danny Houston playing the main vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He was great. And just and I love that they weren't pretty vampires. I no, they were ugly as fuck. Were, right? Scary as all hell. Yeah. Imagine waking up to that face in the morning. No, thank you. Um, and just how gory and seeing all the red. Like, there's a part where they first showed the first attack. And it's uh, like an aerial view of from left to right. And mm-hmm. you see them running, attacking people. You see just all the blood on the snow and things exploding. I thought that was like yeah. such a cool shot. It's just like, I mean, whoever wrote this and came up with this idea, great job. Because you sufficiently freaked me out, which is perfect. I mean, I don't feel like, um, I think there's, you know, some vampire movies that are kind of cute and funny and then. There's the other vampire movies that we will not mention because they were trash. <laughs> Twilight. Oh, yeah. Um, but um, yeah. <laughs> 30 Days of Night was just so... It was a great vampire movie. It was a great horror movie. It made you fucking think. Like, imagine being in that position. Um, then there was, like, the really sad parts. Like, the the guy with the dad that had dementia and kind of wandered out. Like, Oh, the my hell? God, yes. Like, there was so much anxiety that I felt throughout this movie when you heard them running across the roof and you can't make a noise, but then uh, just the whole thing. I, I love that movie. Yeah, very well made. Yeah. Very well. Uh, uh, a great Josh Harnett movie. Yeah. Um, my last one, um, I took it old school. This movie freaked me out without even making a sound. 1922 Nosferatu. Oh, yeah. that's That movie is fucking <laughs> creep. Even to this day, it's creepy. Yeah, I won't watch it with the lights off. To this day, it still freaks me out. And I remember, I think I was like 19 the first time I actually saw the original. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? It was so creepy. It was so disturbing. And I loved every minute of it. <laughs> Yeah, I um, love um, old school monsters. Like I loved uh, Bela Lugosi as Dracula. I love the Frankenstein movie. I love the original Wolfman movie. But Nosferatu, holy fucking shit! Yeah, there's that that classic um, image of Max Schreck who plays um, I forgot what his name is like Graf something where you see his shadow on the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, like legendary. Uh... Like the long, creepy fingers with the nails and the really long fangs and then the pointy. Oh, God. I just this movie. I Honestly, if you watch this movie and you're not freaked out, I, I have a problem with you because I feel like you're kind of psycho. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how anybody could watch this film and not be sufficiently like scared, like goosebumps head to toe. Like, like I could see you being on a date and like that's like your your factor. Like, oh, so um, have you seen Nosferatu? The guy's like, oh my god, I love that movie. I love watching it at night. And like, oh, okay, I gotta go. Bye. 
mm-hmm, please get out of my house never come back thanks <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but that's my that's my top five or five and a half i guess list what's you yours what's yours? oh man first first one because i i knew I had like 10 because I knew like four of them <laughs> were even the same. Of At course, least. the Lost Boys goes without saying, right? That, that, yeah. that's, that's, that's like the bread and butter of vampire films. But I'm going to say Fright Night. Um, yes! Another eight. Fright Night, it's just fucking, it's, so, it's such a fun movie. Um, and everything about it, you know, it's, it's classic, you know, classic horror. Mm-hmm. Um, You've got what's his name? Um, Chris Sarandon playing the vampire. Yeah. Um, Jerry Dandridge, mm-hmm. and just everything. Like, there's a scene in that movie where he's like, he, he does like the Dracula voice, like "Welcome to Fright Night," mm-hmm. and his fingers are all vampire-like. Yeah. Oh my god, this is so good! And then his friend, like Evil Ed, mm-hmm. you know, it's like he's like, "Ooh, Brewster, they're gonna get you." <laughs> <laughs> And then you got, oh, you know, man. Roddy McDowell playing Peter Vincent. Yeah. You know, just everything about that movie is just so much fun. There's the one scene where where Bruce's girlfriend and him are at the nightclub and then, you know, um, the main vampire comes out, like hypnotizes her and they do this awesome dance. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about the dance. <laughs> and it's, she sees herself in the mirror and it's just her because he's a vampire. Yeah. And then, like, uh, I thought that was so good, but it's just, it's just a really good, a really good movie, though. Um, just, just, just well made. Super. It's funny. It's mm-hmm. fun. Um, you know, a guy who is not the Tom Holland that we know, but a Tom Holland. He's the one that directed it. Yeah. And it's it's super good. So, um, definitely Friday nights on top of my list. Um, it's uh, such a perfect representation of what 1985 was. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, second one's going to be Guillermo de Toro's Kronos is, is on my list. Uh, I had that as an alternate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, guys, if you want to watch like baby face Ron Perlman try and speak Spanish, <laughs> <laughs> then watch this movie. But oh. Kronos is, it's really good though. I mean, um, of course it's, it's Guillermo de Toro's like first movie, you yeah. know, and, and just to see just the level of detail of that device, that turns, um, you know, the protagonist into like a vamp. Um, I, I love that device. Like I said, I, I, I've I've looked on Etsy and eBay, and they're like <laughs> way too pricey. So, Guillermo, if you're listening, feel free to send one my way. I'm sure you have quite a few <laughs> in your in your collection. Mm. Um, let's see. There's another movie that I have here called Let the Right One In. There's uh, like a Danish version and the American version. I've only seen the American version. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it's uh, it's got what's it? Chloe. It's, it's got the girl, the girl from from Kick Ass. I, I keep forgetting her name, uh, but she plays like a like a like a hundreds of year old vampire, mm-hmm. um, and and she still like she still looks like she's like a kid, like she's like twelve, and she befriends um, this kid, you know, a boy her age, mm-hmm. and you know this kid's being bullied. And she like defends him, you know. There's a scene where like these, where like they're at the pool and they're bullying him, and she attacks them and like she decapitates them. Oh, and you know the kids like hiding in in the pool, like in holding his breath in the water, and all you see is these these heads dropping. Oh my god, you know. 
and um, it's got, you know, her her caretaker, we think is her dad. Mm-hmm. You find out that is not her dad. Um, it's it, sh- basically he's been her caretaker since he was like 12. And then she's grooming this new 12 year old to be the new caretaker. I don't know. It's 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 crazy. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Um, it's it's a vampire movie without being a vampire movie. Okay. Um, they they talk about you know how you can't go inside a house without being invited. Right. And they show what happens when a vampire comes into a house without being invited. That was genius. Um, let me see. So when that's did three. this movie come out? Jeez, 2009, 10 maybe? Really? Like right after, yeah, right after Kick-Ass. Like a little bit after Kick-Ass they came out. Okay. Um, another one, just because I love Robert Rodriguez, I love Tarantino, and I love Danny Trejo mm-hmm. from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Are you sure yep. that's why and it's not um, Selma at the strip club? <laughs> She's in that movie? What? Let me oh, check my notes. Yeah, Let me check my notes. Oh man, but uh, uh, just everything about that movie, it's talk about a movie where it starts off with two brothers robbing a bank mm-hmm. and then it turns into this clusterfuck of vampires, <laughs> you know, and you got Harvey Keitel, you got uh, um, George Clooney, you know, mm-hmm. freshly minted from ER, uh, <laughs> right. Danny Trejo, you got... um. Uh, let's see, Tom Savini, who did the makeup for Dawn of the Dead, a sex machine, <laughs> and that coolest belt buckle. <laughs> you know, uh, oh man, talk about talk about a fun movie. But yeah, definitely from dusk till dawn. Mm-hmm. And the one that holds a special place in my heart, one that I absolutely love, and it came out in 2014. It's it is what we do in the shadows. Of course, and, and it's it's um. Like I said, it's it's such it's such an amazing movie, and I had heard about it, but I didn't really know much about it. And when I'm watching this, I'm like, wait a second, this is a documentary about <laughs> vampires living in New Zealand and their roommates, <laughs> and it's just their day to day, like how they, you know, how they live their lives as vampires in New Zealand. And Taika Waikiki plays Vlago, and yes. all he's doing is trying to find love. God, I love Taika so much. <laughs> oh my god! And how they hate vamp, uh, and how they hate werewolves, and like, and <laughs> and the group of werewolves, like they don't swear. They're like, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> and oh. just how nice they are, like how they're nice people, and uh-huh. like how. Taika Waikiki, he's like the mother hen of all the vampires. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's one vampire who's like a new vampire, and they're warning him not to eat the the, the French fry. He goes, I wouldn't do that if I was you. <laughs> and like, there's a scene where he goes, well, fuck, I'm just going to eat it anyway. What's the worst that could happen? And he has one French fry, and the next scene is just him projectile vomiting <laughs> for like for like a scene that lasts like five minutes of him just projectile vomiting. <laughs> And it the movie was so good that years well years later, like was it last year, year and a half ago, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they they did a TV series on FX. Yeah. And what I love about it, and 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 it brought tears to my eyes, was it wasn't a, a remake for American audiences. It's it's an extension. It's these other vampires mm-hmm. that left the old world and ended up living in Long Island, New York. <laughs> <laughs> of all places. 
of all places. And then they have the original three vampires from the movie make a cameo. That's awesome. Plain, plain original, you know, their roles from the movie. And Tilda Sweeten's in it. Yeah. Paul Rubens does a cameo from Bobby the Vampire Sayer. <laughs> and then they have Wesley Snipes on Zoom. Stop it. <laughs> on Zoom. Because really the vampire. But yeah, what we do in the shadows, you know, directed by Taika Waikiki um, and, and Jermaine Clement. He plays one of the vampires. I love that movie. It's just, mm-hmm. it's so funny. It's cute. It's funny. It's goofy. Um, I love Very how he goofy. finally, yeah. I love how he finally finds the love of, you know, um, a girlfriend. It's like a 98 year old lady. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can't believe I'm robbing the cradle. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's, uh, yeah. Those, those five are probably my top five all time favorite vampire flicks. Yeah. Yeah. Good list. Good list. Good list. And what we do in the shadows, season three comes out uh, September second. They announced it. I cannot wait. Nice. Yeah. Cannot I wait. Love it. I love it. I mean, there's obviously. And there's many I mean, more. This these lists realistically so many more than just five, but. Yeah, yeah, I could say Blade. You know, Blade really broke the mold for what a Marvel movie is. Mm-hmm. You know, like before Blade, there wasn't really any Marvel movies that were like good right. of any. And Blade was the first one I was like, holy shit, this movie is violent and it's actually not that bad. And mm-hmm. and it's got vampires dancing yeah. at, a, at a nightclub t- and, a, and, and, and it's techno music. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just vampire movies, zombie movies. I just I can't get enough. I'll never get tired of them. And, and Even then the, the cute little corny ones like the vampire's assistant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I love the vampire's assistant. I love Jim Carrey and Once Bitten. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. You know, but that's a really good one. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, there's 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 so many there's there's tons, you know, Um Jeez, oh my yeah. god, just so many damn good ones. But Once Bitten is another one that's super good and super funny. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so, time to move on. Yes. Unpopular to our, opinions. Our, our, our favorite segment, my favorite segment, unpopular <laughs> opinions. <laughs> What's Abel's unpopular opinion for this week? Guys, I'm going to be honest. I'm not that interested in the Olympics. I've, I, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know who's winning. I don't know. I don't know who's. Is it Denmark? Is it uh, Australia? <laughs> um, I know Puerto Rico won gold and uh, on something running. Yeah, right, running like that. I think so. Something like that. I know that it's in Japan. That's all I know. But like, usually, I'm I'm low key excited about it and like, but but this year I'm like, you know what? I, I, whoever wins wins. Don't catch COVID, and just <laughs> make sure that you guys are wearing a mask. Yeah. If, if, if you're not doing gymnastic Olympic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This year, it's just, I mean, I haven't watched the Olympics in years already. But, I mean, this year is just complete garbage with all the bullshit happening. Yeah, exactly. And you know, Yeah. And then and then all the all the other bullshit, everyone just commenting and complaining and and putting their two cents in like if they're fucking Olympic athletes. Like, no, if, if you could do a backflip, somersault, tri-star, omega force and land <laughs> on your tippy toes for a full 10, 10, 10 score, 
then then stop comp- then, then stop saying so and so should compete in the, in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Stop exactly. it. But yeah, but that's it, guys. Denmark, <laughs> if you're winning, congratulations. <laughs> Don't push Abel's buttons. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but that's it. Like I, I, I know a lot of people are talking about it. Like I guess it. I know Denmark is winning something. There is a goal for Puerto Rico, and that's 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 about all I know. So. Mm-hmm. That's all we need to know. <laughs> Go Denmark. <laughs> How about you? Uh, um, you know, you mentioned math. Um, Florida is apparently a cesspool of it's embarrassing. Dis- of disgustingness how the hell are we worse than alabama are you fucking kidding me guys i got friends that live in scotland and they're like (laughs) able what the fuck is going on there we are never going to see you ever (laughs) yes guys i don't think you're coming down for like a long time so yeah um hang tight yeah just i just i can't (sighs) my unpopular opinion is if you are an anti-vasque Baxter, if you are an anti-masker, um, you should be made to sign a release stating that because you chose not to wear a mask and you chose not to get vaccinated uh, and you are essentially the reason why this thing hasn't gone away, um, we should be allowed to not only deny you um, medical attention, uh, your insurance company should allow uh, the revocation of benefits. Yeah. You chose to do this you did this to yourself so you deserve whatever happens this is a hoax right this isn't real right we're all sheep right well sheeple people saying sheeple yeah we're we're the sheeple but um it's you fuckers that are keeping this thing alive so how about we just let you take your chances with it don't complain when you get sick cough cough can't breathe too bad oh the doctors can't help you because your benefits lapsed. Well, guess you should have gotten vaccinated. Guess you should have worn a mask. Yeah, I, I love how fucking people are all of a sudden like this, like this genius. Like they've they they have this medical degree that no one knew about from like Harvard and Yale. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, stop, stop giving me information about something you saw on YouTube or on 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 Facebook or or some shit like that. It's like, no, listen, there's only. Two doctors I listen to, mm-hmm. Dr. Doogie Hauser, MD, <laughs> child, child prodigy, right? And a great doctor and Dr. Fauci. Yeah. Right. And, and so far listening to both of those guys, I don't have COVID, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Because I listen to science, right? There's a thing called science. It's not mm-hmm. magic. It's not a uh, wizardry or witchcraft. It's science, right? Mm-hmm. Just, just fucking wear a mask. And like you said, yeah, you know, just like with some insurance companies, if you smoke, right they they drop you or they give you a higher premium same thing has to happen because because of you guys here in florida i don't feel comfortable going to megacon you know i, I don't feel comfortable leaving my house i hate we don't. leaving the fucking house because you motherfuckers want to make shit worse i can't stand it i can't stand it there's and nothing I, more that I, yeah there's nothing more that i love going into Publix and watching them make my chicken pups up I, lo- I like watching that as an experience. It's, a, it's an emotional connection. And now <laughs> I have to order it and do curbside pickup. Yeah. I just, it's not I the can't, same, Janice. I can't, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. And you fuckers are acting like there's nothing wrong. Acting like y'all know better than everybody. 
Um, all these fucking people that are like swarming Disney and Universal, thanks, not ever getting my annual pass to Universal the way I wanted to. So I can't see Harry Potter Land ever again because you fuckers want to be fucking douche nuggets and make the world sicker than it already is. So fuck you guys very much. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for ruining the fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I'm so sick. It's been a year, guys. It's been a goddamn motherfucking year. I know. I, I miss going to Disney. I miss going. We were planning on going to Disney, and then, like, Delta came up, and we were like, well, I guess that's not happening. Oh, no. There's another one from Brazil called, what was it? The, the Lambda something? Yeah. Great. There's, a, there's another Thanks variant for, coming up Thanks from, a lot, from Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Brazil. You've given us Brazilian steakhouses, the Lambada, the Forbidden Dance, and now and now this. Yeah, these are not the variants that I'm interested in. I want Gator Loki. I don't want a variant of COVID. Okay. Yeah, give me Gator okay. Loki. <laughs> That's the variant I want. Give me OG Loki. <laughs> I want that variant. I don't want this variant. I don't want any of these variants here. And now I'm mad. Huh. <laughs> Anyways. God damn it. Uh, guys, it's our time. That's our time. <laughs> uh, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, share, follow. Uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Stay Nerdy Podcast. Yes, and if you have any suggestions, questions, comments, hit us up on our email at jenablepod at gmail.com. Uh, and tune in next week for your next dose of Stay Nerdy Podcast. Stay nerdy, friends. Stay nerdy, friends. Wear your goddamn masks. It's worms, Michael. <laughs> it's worms. <laughs> <sighs>